Hashtag living it with Tina and Anderson. Yeah, yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? This is another episode of Hashtag Living It. This is episode 43. We're in episode 43. And uh, man, this is your boy, Anderson De Silva. And I'm here with my wife, my co host, partner in crime, my dishwasher. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Fine. I'll help you do the dishes. Oh, come on. You know what? No, that's see, that's not what I want. You just said that you want me to help you do the dishes. I want you to want to do the dishes. Why would I want to do dishes? Why? See, that's my whole point. <laughs> it's true, though. When was the last time you did a dish? Tina does so much. Oh, when was the last time you did a dish? What just happened? Oh, okay. Oh, already well, with the technical no, no, difficulties. No, no, no. I just, uh, right. I just lost uh, the sound of the headphones real yeah, quick. You lost it real quick. Um, nah, but uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, man, I, it's crazy how when I edit when I start editing these podcasts and then like I listen through the whole thing before I upload it, how there's still a mistake that I missed because I just don't know how that soundbite ended up over Tina talking and then it like played again where, where it was supposed to. It was like doubled up. It was was like a double conversation. We were in the car we were in the car listening and, to ourselves. Yeah. Well, <laughs> cuz we, you know. Yeah, we got to review our material, right? Yeah. Right. So we we're in the car and we we're just like I was listening to it. All of a sudden the sound bite came. I'm like and I'm thinking like that doesn't sound like it sounded like it just came out of nowhere. And then I'm listening to it and then I could hear you in the background because it was me listening while you were talking so you were in the background coming off of my mic so what happened is the sound bite went over your vocals but my vocals were still playing and you could hear you from the background of my vocals so if you guys understand what i'm talking about it wouldn't be so hashtag living it without it was just like so I, I was like I, I can't leave this i had to delete it re-upload it uh and um some people went back and listened to it well from what i think think some people went back but uh i had to put a message in there and just tell people hey if you could re-listen to because we had numbers and then when i i had to delete it and upload a new one and it was back to zero it's like we lost those numbers of listeners so uh man it's just trial and error you know it's um you know i'm a full-time i work full-time i got a side hustle i got other things i'm doing and when I'm editing these, sometimes I'm just, I'm editing until like midnight, you know? So mm-hmm. I get like tired. I get like, with me you know, texting you time to it's go just, to bed. Uh, you know, and I'm just trying to get these and it's hard to get these at a certain schedule, like at a certain date oh, where that's professional, never happen, professionals are, are doing, you know, they get them because they get them on a certain date. Their podcast comes out on Monday or their podcast comes out every Friday. It's because they do this full time. And, well, uh, this yeah. is out of our home with apparently not very good <laughs> equipment. No, we and just, we you're just... editing it with all of us home. Like, life happens. Yeah, it's just so... not... That's not going to be the podcast experience with us. Like, it's not yeah, going to it... come out every week on Monday. Like, it's just not, yeah. not going to happen. But, you know, I'm still going to try to make an effort, um, you know... Um, 
one of the things I'm doing is coming to an end, especially, you know, the church. Uh, I would say in a couple of months, um, you know, I won't be working. at won't be like, so I'll be able to spread. Work. I'll be able to spread out like what I can, what I need to do. Cause I don't have to worry about going to the church and doing this and, uh, and, and things like that. So, but, um, but yeah, so thank you guys, um, uh, for tuning in again, uh, episode 43 and, uh, yeah. Do you got anything, uh, on deck, Tina, you want oh, to talk about? Fun. <laughs> Seriously. So I got my new phone. And you know that, like, I mean, we've said it before. What we do is take notes and talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, my notes are gone. Is your old, oh, speaking of that, did you get did you get the text from Apple? or? I don't know. My other phone email? is in the car. Oh, yeah. No. Well, the well te- I would get it here. Well, yeah, because the other phone doesn't have what service. What is it? An email? Yeah, you got to talk f- closer to the mic. An email? Um, email or a text? I don't know. I'll check later. Um, yeah. So I don't. Yeah, my no- plus. I don't even know if I took too many notes because it has been insane with the end of the year. For all of the kids, the end of senior year for Carissa, I don't, I don't even know if I even took any notes. There might have been one wow. or two in there, but it's weird because I got my notes and like stuff, like stayed, like you know, got like reloaded onto my yeah. new phone. But that whole section of where I take notes for the podcast is gone. Well, did you, um, did, uh, so you want to talk about, um, how about when we talk about Lana, Lana's award? Did we talk about that last podcast? No, we didn't. I feel as though we didn't. No. Yeah. Uh, she got the presidential award and an art award. Did we talk about that? I don't know. (laughs) Well, do over because we're super proud. No, we didn't. We talked about, well, we, we mostly talked about, um, the graduation we talked about seating class trip and then we talked about um one other thing i forget and then we talked about uh this american idol contestant oh we talked about that that lady who was getting was gonna went through the whole ceremony wedding ceremony knowing her fiance cheated oh just so she could yeah like- so if you guys are listening if you haven't listened to previous episode go listen back to episode 42 to find out what happened on the wedding day when this girl was going through the ceremony knowing her fiance cheated on her. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about um and then we talked about that um America's Got Talent contestant that had uh, autism and he was blind. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like all that. over Facebook. So yeah, so Lana got a presidential award. It's, it's, it's a major award. So she's in eighth grade. Yeah. How did that go? She's like, um <clears throat> you know, going into her freshman year of high school. Um, so they had their awards night, right? And Lana's the art girl. Like, yeah. And not only that, her art teacher <clears throat> went out of her way to come and talk to me at like the last thing that, you know, was at the school. Right. Just to tell me how much she's going to miss Lana and how great she is and she can't believe the work that she pumps out and this and this and that. So I pretty much knew that Lana was going to get an award. I think you're supposed to get an email or something or some sort of notification if your kid is... I do not recall getting anything, but that's besides the point. 
we were at the awards night anyways yeah and um so i was all ready with my phone right because the art teacher went up on stage and i was like oh okay yeah this is probably lana and she did she got an art award and then um she came down off a stage and you know the art teacher had really good things to say about lana i have it on video um then they all come off the stage and i put my phone away because i was like okay that's it I mean, you know, Lana's, um, you know, she's special needs. She's on an IEP. You know, she has a modified curriculum. I didn't even know if she would qualify for anything just because she's graded differently. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, she's, right. everything is modified, and she does not take tests that everybody else takes. She doesn't take the MCASs. Right. Like, she it's just, portfolio. it's different, you know? I know she gets good grades, but it's good grades off of her modified curriculum. You know, it's different tests, different homework. Everything is at a totally different level. So, I put my phone away because I was like, okay, that was awesome. Yeah, why videotape yeah. other kids? I'm like, just I'm go not, there to videotape you know, your kid. I'm not going to videotape the whole thing. That's yeah. not happening. Oh, what parents do? You know when parents do that? You're like, like dude, put your iPad down. I can't see. Oh, remember those days? <laughs> with oh, the, everybody God. with their iPad. Everybody like, has their iPad Holding it all up, up high. Like, and the, uh, Yeah. If you're might, the person behind the iPad person. And it's, uh, right, it's, right, when you're, it's right when you're trying to see your kid. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the, the iPad. There, here comes the iPad. Here comes the iPad. And it's always the old the people. Person. It's always the grandparents. Yeah. The grandparents walk in. You're like, oh, there's the right. iPad people. There's the iPad people. Oh, no. Super proud They're of their grandkids. Right, they're coming to sit right in front of me. Dad, move it. are going to sit right in front. And then me and you always look at each other like, <sighs> we already know. Anyways, so I put my phone away. I mean, like, away, away. Because I already taken... A lot of pictures of Lana. A lot right. of she sang, you know, with the chorus was part of the whole ceremony. She couldn't, she's in the chorus. So took pictures of that. I put it in my pocketbook. Right. And honestly, I'm literally not even paying attention at this point. Like, I'm like, okay, Micah, it was super hot. It was like super hot in there. It was, oh, it was in the auditorium. Yeah. They have no AC in the auditorium? They don't have AC in the whole school, hon. Most schools don't have AC because, I don't know, you're out for the summer. Anyways, so put my phone away. Then they're called, they, they're um, announced that they're going to um, call up the select few that got the presidential award, which is um, like honor roll for the entire your like entire middle school career Mm -hmm. which i mean mother of the year i didn't even know lana could be considered for an honor roll type of situation right because i said (laughs) she's on a modified curriculum she gets graded differently and everything like yes she gets good grades but it's not at an eighth grade level, right. blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, the presidential award. Does her name not get called? I'm talking there was five kids that got this out of the entire grade. Her name gets called. And I'm, I'm, I'm sitting by myself. <laughs> I have so many friends in this town, let me tell you. So her name gets called and I go, what? what i'm by myself like screaming (laughs) now i'm like fumbling for my phone 
I'm trying to get, I want to take video of this. Do I want to take video? Do I want to take pictures? I don't know. Usually like me and you assign like, okay, you do the pictures. I'll do the video. You know, like, right. like, ah, ah, I'm like, ah, I'm, I was a mess. And her name gets called and she got the presidential award mm. with Amazing. like an award from the president with a little uh, pin and everything that came with it. Yeah. And Lana even said, like, what did she say? What did she think it was for? She goes, oh, it's just because I'm all done with eighth grade. <laughs> and I was like, no, <laughs> like. No, like that a participation was participation trophy. Came home, yeah, it's just a participation, participation trophy. Yeah, because I showed up. You know, Ma. the president gives just, it all to everybody. Yeah, I, sh- I showed up. You know, Donald Trump. Yeah, you know, he's all whatever. She comes home with three things. She got her, you know, uh, certificate. You know, for completing eighth grade. Then she got the art award, and then she got the presidential award. I had to explain to her what all of them were because she was like, "Oh, because I'm done. I'm yeah. done with eighth grade." And I was like, no, Lana, this one is from the president of the United... You know Donald Trump? And she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, that, that's from him. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, uh, it's amazing. So that, uh... I was so excited that they do. I honestly did not. And I just came from a transition meeting with her whole IEP staff. And nobody said, oh, by the way... She's getting the presidential award, so yeah. you're you're gonna want to be there, you know. Like I would have had you take off work. Like, hello. Nah, it's it's pretty amazing, man. I mean, for a lot of listeners that don't know, our lot of, our, our daughter has an intellectual delay, and she has disability, a, intellectual disability, yeah, intellectual disability, moderate. So, yeah, so. Um, you know, she's, she's she struggles. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. a little more behind than the other kids. She's um, not at an eighth grade level. Right. She's so not. for her to get something like that with for her efforts, it's just for either parent. It's just an amazing, an amazing feeling. And it's like, you know, you're it's like your kid, even though it things are are harder for your kid they you know you see that they they try their hardest and it's mm-hmm. uh, really really it's, good to and see. it's really awesome to see that um you know the school sees that yeah you know they they honor you know where she should be honored you know she works really hard and i don't know if anybody else has a child on um like an iep where they can't take the mcas yeah. She's not going to get her high school diploma. She's going to get her certificate, which really gets me mad. Yeah, that's. But I will talk be talking to them about that at the next IEP meeting. Yeah, because that's that's ridiculous. It's not okay. Well, here's the thing: they have been telling me all of middle school. Oh, don't worry about it. The MCAS are we're phasing them out. No way. No way. Was this garbage? Okay. <laughs> we still have MCAS. What do you mean we're phasing that? It I, no, you're not. Yeah, I yeah, don't know what's going on with all the testing, but they were telling me that like, oh, you like really don't even have to worry about that because um, they're phasing the MCAS out. She has to. Um, she doesn't take the MCAS. She does the MCAS alt, which is um, throughout the year. The teachers put together a portfolio that. You know, so they can show that she does do work throughout the year. Um, but because she 
can't even really read the MCAS tests, it's not fair for her to have to take them. So she does something called the, a portfolio for the MCAS. And because she does a portfolio, she's not going to get a high school diploma. And what gets me mad about MCAS is when they first came out in schools, they didn't even have that. They had nothing for students that were on an IEP or, you know, special ed right. uh, that weren't performing at that, gra- that grade level. You know, like Lana's always been like three grade levels under. Right. So they didn't even have anything. They didn't even have anything. And then this is what they come up with. Oh, well, they can put together a portfolio, but then they just get a certificate for graduating high school. They don't get a diploma. Yeah, that's not right. (sighs) It's crazy. That's what the Department of Education gets you. Mm -hmm. So this is why we were super proud. (laughs) I couldn't even stand it. I I was like trying not to be that obnoxious mom screaming at me. (laughs) I mean, it's an amazing award. I mean, obviously, we know that Donald Trump didn't sign mm-hmm. them because right. he'd but be it's signing. It's presidential award, and that's how signing, I explained it to her. He'd be signing, like, millions, millions of them. Yeah. But, I mean, they took a copy of his signature mm-hmm. and put it on there. Mr. Um, just, Trump. You know, just that, that it's from the president. Mm-hmm. But it's still really cool. It's a cool. very high recognition. Yeah, it's really, it's yeah, it's really, saying. it's really cool that Lana got it. We still got to get a frame. We got to frame that. That's a really amazing achievement for Lana Bells. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she's proud of herself. And um, we're just going to encourage her to continue on with that momentum going into high school. She's excited about high school, even though she's bummed that she couldn't go to Acebet. Um, so, but, um, but yeah, we're very, very proud of her. It's an amazing thing. Um, mm-hmm. Maya finished off her soccer season with a, you know, a <laughs> horrible season. With a team that I think they uh, got yeah. one goal the entire season. Her attitude towards soccer is still an amazing attitude. Even, even though, though she, they had, I don't think she she's has won. never been on a she, team. Yeah. That um, uh, is good. That's right, it stinks! <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't remember how ever. it was when, when they mixed boys and girls together. Oh, I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. But I don't yeah, remember yeah, if they, you know. Uh, I, I mean, they, 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 I mean as everybody boys. knows, you know, with these sports, I mean, they don't, they don't keep score. But it's easy to tell. When the other team is scoring, well, there's no scoreboard, but yeah. scored yeah, scoreboard, but they do keep score. Yeah, but they keep they score. know who wins. It's not like t-ball, like everybody's a winner. No, I know, but it's like, <laughs> but it's not like, it's not like at the end of the season, right? There's like there's playoffs. Like, and, yeah, yeah, or they're like, oh, this one had a, an amazing record or mm. whatever. It doesn't, you know, they don't keep stats. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but um, she. Th- there are some games that you can definitely see that her development her skill level. has definitely gone um, gone up. She gets a little tired too quick because she's hustling more than the other girls. Oh, she gets like, she scares me sometimes. She's like red. Her whole yeah. face is red because she's like, I think at this point she's afraid to pass the ball because yeah. every time she passes the ball, that's when it all yeah, <laughs> that's when it all right. Down but her pat—I mean, she still has a passion for the game. 
she wants to get some stuff to train this summer, which is good. So gonna get start getting into that with her. She wants to um, take basketball. Yeah, that won't be until the winter, yeah. you know. Yeah. So uh, it's good to see because I know with me, if I play football and we always lose, I, I'd be like, <sighs> like I can't take this. I don't anymore. even know if I want to play anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's good to, that she has a, a a really really good attitude. But we'll see. I mean, she's going back. This was the Mountain League. So the Mountain League in our town is pretty much like four towns together. That's in the spring. And then in the fall, it's the West Boylston League, which is our town. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if it's the same girls as last fall. She's going to grow up with the same girls. Yeah, but but I know. But some, it's you know. It's almost like unless somebody new moves to Right, town. but you, that or, you know, um, some there could be girls that didn't play that didn't play soccer before and now they want to play mm-hmm. and they're actually yeah, pretty they're good young and they're just they're trying you know things. yeah so you just never know and then when she gets to high school a girl could be like i never played sorry sorry what the heck <laughs> i the phone wasn't even in my hand so it could be like a girl who never played soccer in the freshman year she wants to start soccer and, and you, you just never it. know yeah you just never know I'm totally that obnoxious mom who won't shut up at the games. Like, I literally have to, like, when Maya's not on the field, that's my break, too. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, break time. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm this... like, I get so worked up. I'm like, come on, girls. Talk to each other. Pass the ball. Yeah, I'm I, yelling, I, and I'm like, Ugh. I think at this, <laughs> I, I think at this even, age, I get so stressed out. I know, I know. It's it can be stressful when yeah, you like I want just, them to do something yeah. and they're not. I want to scream. Who are you kicking it to? Stop kicking it to the other team. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's it can be frustrating. It. Have somewhere to actually kick it. So I yeah I I think I think um, I think like. Once she gets like to high school, yeah, she needs. It'll be more competitive. You'll yeah. be cheering on the whole time, even when she's not on the field. Yeah. But with now, it's not like as competitive. You just want to cheer on your kid. Yeah, and I just, I mean, and I'm not saying like, oh, Maya's the best player, but like literally, like I watch Maya kill herself to get down the field, and then she passes it, and like. Yeah, it all goes. And then it all goes to. Hell, yeah. So, and I'm like, oh, and I tried to explain. I'm like, Maya, you know, like if you're actually that close to the goal, you don't need to pass it. Just boot it. Yeah. You know, like this this is the struggles of being a soccer uh, parent. This is this is like this is what we just played soccer. Yeah, this is what we go to. Brothers, like we never, we did not play soccer. So like my mom never had to do the soccer mom thing. Yeah, this is what we go through as soccer parents. Oh, it's terrible. (laughs) Such a struggle. Somebody out there has to relate though. Like seriously, I know it's so like because you're sitting there and you're like, you almost want to play the game for them. Right. You're like, oh my god, I just want to go over there. I just want to kick the ball for them. Right, like I want to go out there and be like, "Yo, listen. yo, listen, stop! Literally, just kicking it, and you have no idea where you're kicking it. That's where like the skill level, like they're not taught, um, like positions. Like, yeah. no, this is your position, and you need to stay your position. But you also need to know when you need to come up or move back. Yeah, you know, like, and it's just fun. we're all like." 
get back in your position get back in your position yeah, and there's a couple of like, and there's a couple oh. of girls there's a couple of girls on there that should just like never play a sport just don't why are why are they playing? you guys are not athletic like this is not you can't even kick a ball i don't even i mean these are children we're talking about <laughs> we're yeah. not trying to be mean but literally we signed maya up for soccer because i mean she showed interest right and like whoa this is what she already knows and she's never even taken a soccer lesson so right. we need to sign her up you know like we just saw that this might be her thing right yeah and i don't understand like w did we sign her up for dance no no why she, she, she can't do stand dan dancing she wouldn't do dance no she way. would never be able to do that, dance. that she would can't not be stand her dancing. you know what she doesn't have rhythm so i'm not gonna sign her up for dance so i don't understand like why are you signing your kid up for soccer when they can't even kick a ball like right. i don't i don't understand like find their thing and run with it that's what we did with lana and here she is yeah getting art awards like all the time you know, like it's her thing. Yo. I'm on the phone because the iPad's like not working. Oh, here. Yeah, so. so. You know, to sign your kid up for something that they're not good at, it honestly does not make any sense to me. No, no. It really doesn't. Like, we signed Lana up for art because that's what we saw in her. Like, that is her thing. You know, and honestly, today. She could not live without art. So it is a darn good thing that we ran with it. Right. Imagine if we were like, no, you're going to play softball and volleyball and blah, blah, blah. No. You know, like push her in the wrong direction. No, yeah, no, no, I, no, I no. mean, I, 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 I relate more to soccer than I would to baseball. So if she wanted to play baseball, I'd be like, uh, I just never really got into I don't baseball. mind her trying things, but it's like. Right. No, like it is un like they can't take their foot and kick the ball. And I get that they're kids and like as they get older maybe their skills would get better. I mean, I'm just saying like with our kids, you see it in them. You know, like we totally need to sign her up for soccer. Like, you know, we just right. saw how she just was just naturally. Yeah. And to to see her with how she is with soccer and say we really need to sign her up for dance yeah. would be like what are you what are you even thinking now you're just doing it for you exactly this is you're what i'm talking about so like you, you tell need people to... that your kid yeah. does dance oh, does That's... dance yeah yeah like mm -mm. do you think parents do that they sign their kids up for stuff just so they can tell other people i think parents sign their kids up for stuff that they did and because they enjoyed it they're yeah. like oh yeah this is what you do I, when you yeah. have a daughter they do dance and they do gymnastics blah yeah. blah blah yeah not my kids and you know what i did dance and i did gymnastics I, and i did cheerleading yeah. and i did ballet i did all of that i never did any sports ever right but when you're observing your child and you can clearly see that soccer is where it's at. Right. Then you roll with it. Yeah, because I, 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 I seriously, I, I do think, I think there are parents out there like that that yeah. that signs your kids up for stuff. Just because, just so they can say, oh well, my kid. Well, they probably sign them up like I think you can start dance at like two or three. You know, that's that's just pointless. Yeah, you go to the that's recitals and you're like, oh, man, this is rough. 
Like I'm paying. <laughs> it's cute as heck. I love all the ruffles. I love it. I love dance recitals. Like I said, I was a dancer. I did dance for a long time. I think I was signed up at three. But like, honestly, I can't even picture you if Maya was two or three and we signed her up and then you get to go see the recital. You'd be looking at me like, seriously, this is what we paid for. Yeah. (laughs) Like what? It's cute as heck. I love I love it. Yeah. You want to see her so cute. Go, go to the store, get her a little leotard, and watch her dance in the living room. <laughs> Put on some music. Why do I got to pay hundreds of dollars oh, for her to see her doing that on stage? Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I think... Well, it's to start them off nice no, I and do, young so they, like, grow up I, in it. Right. You know what I remember? I remember when Carissa did dance. Mm-hmm. And we went to a recital. And then they're like, and this is the hip-hop uh, segment. And You're we, like, where's the hip hop? And uh, there, it was not. It was it like was not hip hop. It was like look like interpretive dance. Yeah. It was not like none of those moves were hip hop. Yeah. None. And I, if I was their parents, I'd be pissed. Like, no, it's not. Yeah. Well, she took dance class from a lady who was a rockette. Like, yeah, she doesn't know who owned. You know the dance studio, yeah. and she's coming from a rocket. Yeah, you know rockets. Just because you're a rocket doesn't mean, mean you know hip hop. Yeah, so she doesn't even know hip hop. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so um, observe your kids. Yeah. and roll with it. So real, yeah. it's not reality, it's just how I feel. Yeah. It's in my head trying to control my thoughts, and it's been caught, but I don't know if it cares or not. Ah. I feel my skin crawl, but I stand tall. Hashtag living it with Tina and Anderson. Speaking of observing your kids, that's what we did. So I observed this, and I was like, if this was my kid, I'd be like, what? the heck are you doing uh oh first of all she was no no, this was walmart she was with her i think their their mom was there it was two girls i've seen the worst parenting at walmart no this this these two girls (laughs) these two girls they had to be teenagers you know they walk in you know it's summertime you're wearing shorts whatever she's wearing they're wearing shorts anything yeah and a t-shirt Mm-mm. Bikini tops at Walmart. At Walmart. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's not that's not right. appropriate wear for Walmart. Throw a t-shirt over. Pool or the beach. Yeah. That's Throw where you wear a bikini top. Throw the a pool t-shirt. or the Even beach. If we are like not going to the beach for the day. Like I always have stuff like that I can wear over it for when like we go out to eat or if we do go shopping or something. You yeah. Know, but like, when I saw this, but when I saw this. I was like, what the heck is going on? Then Nobody they, they has in, modesty anymore. They walk in, and I'm, and I'm thinking, like, where are they? Then the mom walks in, and I'm thinking, like, you're I, okay wanted to, with I, wanted to go, I wanted to go up to her and be like, you're allowing this? You're okay with that? 
Of course, you can't say that because then she could see like, why are you looking at them, you perv? Oh yeah, yeah, you're the. Well, I'm look. I see them because I'm a father and I have daughters and, and I have a daughter that's right a teenager. You, so. And I and I automatically think, oh my god, if this was my daughter, I'd kill her. <laughs> Which is why none of your kids would ever do anything like that. Wow, wow. Why do parents? I they mean, don't. You do you know, think? You know what I think? I think the mom. There's a real problem nowadays. With showing and teaching your teenage girls modesty. Well, here's the thing. I like think everything is short. I think everything the mother is tight. Right, exactly. Everything is uh, everything. I, I mean, leggings are not pants. <laughs> I think the mom is probably living through her daughters mm-hmm. because they were skinny and the mother was big. Oh, whatever. I mean, we don't know the whole backstory. Hey, I don't know these people. (laughs) I don't don't know them. It's just an assumption. And I was like, why are you judging this person? I don't know. Well, you know what? They make me judge them when they let their kid walk into Walmart with bikini tops. I'm sorry. Yeah. I judge people who say frustrated instead of frustrated. Sorry. (laughs) You do that, um, you kid. You you let your kid dress inappropriately. Mm. I judge you as a parent. Yes. At Walmart. Now, speaking of judging parents, a few other parents we have to judge. So this is the this is the judging parent episode, episode of hashtag Live It Apparently, I didn't know I was walking into this, people. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So, so Maya. So the elementary school has the end of the year party at the football field well yeah the football field mm-hmm. at the high school mm-hmm. so we, we live in a small town the high school and the middle school are one building and yeah right across the street is the elementary, elementary school. school so there's literally only two yeah, schools in a, our yeah, town that is it yeah and we do school choice we, we moved from a town that is that's is swelling yeah so many businesses and people are moving into that town and then we move into a West Boylston small, town. quaint, quaint little town. Yep. So blue collar, very blue so collar. I put, we're we're at we're at the hot dog we're at the hot dog stand getting a hot dog for Maya. And remember what I pointed out? Hmm. The kid on the leash. Oh God. Well, what? Mm. What? What's everyone's thoughts on this? I would love to know. Yeah. Okay. Here's my thing. They had one kid. If you have that big of a problem controlling your one child, you need to look at your parenting techniques. Yep. I mean, I don't even know what else to say about that. And then they would probably say, well, it's a safety thing. (laughs) Your child should know that there are consequences if they leave your side. And have you ever heard of a stroller? I mean, the kid was that little. He could have yeah. just been in a stroller. I wonder what would have happened if I went up to him and started petting him and be like, you want a tree? Hi, puppy dog. You want a tree? <laughs> so we had no choice but to put her on a child safety tether. It's a leash. And we did have a choice. We never, ever used... I really get mad. I'm sorry. No. You treat your kid like a dog? Why can't I treat him like a dog? We, you know what? We First off, we never used a leash for no. any of our kids. Never would even think of doing that. Second off, we have never had an issue with our children not listening to us in public. They always knew 
how scary it would be for them if they were to just randomly leave our side. Right. And we would hold their hand in situations that needed hand-holding. Not to mention, I kept them in the stroller until <laughs> their feet were touching the ground. Yeah. Like, why not bring a stroller? Are like, are you serious? <laughs> I don't even care. I'd rather have my kids sit in the stroller yeah. than have them on a leash. Yeah, these 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 leashes, they, they gotta go. But you know what? You gotta give props to the inventor. He probably was like, you know what? I know lazy parents will buy this. <laughs> and, you know, you hey. just, you gotta, you got to parent your kids. People don't want to parent know? their kids. And like, you've got to see situations as an opportunity to teach your children. Yeah. You know, like if it's, it's a, it's a teaching opportunity is what it is. Like right. they need to be learning as life goes on you right know? and and at this place there was a lot to do there was a bunch of bouncy houses obstacle courses just a big field for the kids to run around but not crowded but not crowded at all no no like but this one kid this with all of this stuff going on all these friends all these people all these things to do this one kid Decides to grab a stick and a Gatorade bottle and play baseball with it and hit the Gatorade bottle towards people. Hmm? I didn't see that. Yeah, I was in line. And he was like doing it near us and then like it kind of went in like toward. Again, course, with the parenting. And of course, the mom, instead of telling him not to, to not do it. Yeah. She tells him to do it somewhere else. <laughs> Are See, you, that's what I'm saying. This kidding? was a teaching <laughs> opportunity in which you teach your child not to do something and then why, and she just chooses not to. I, I, I was, I was it's just, the easy way out. Go just, over there and do yeah, it. I just sat there stunned. I was Ugh. like, what? We are in so much trouble when these children that are not being parented, they are not being parented, they are not being taught what is right, what is wrong, what is acceptable, unacceptable, and that there are consequences. And the word no, they are not being taught these things. Guess what? Eventually, these kids are going to be the ones running our country. Well, here's the thing. Are not, you kidding? Here's the thing. Me. I'm not worried about them running our our country. Oh, you're because, not? Because no. they have to get their way, right? And no, because <laughs> uh, they won't work for it. Mm. They won't work for it. This is yeah. what I'm saying. So then what happens to our country? Well, the, the, <laughs> smart, the few will survive. Oh, my God. Now, nah, those people will grow up and want socialism. Sorry, this is not a political podcast. Let's uh, get <laughs> off of that. Yeah, don't get him going. This is not political this all podcast. Started, this will listen, never be a political podcast. When I worked in daycares was when Carissa, our 19-year-old, was in daycares. You know, she was a yeah. toddler. She was a preschooler. I was in daycares. I was going through schooling. I was always doing uh, classes and... Um, seminars and all that training and all that and this was when they were literally teaching the kids well teaching us that we're not allowed to say no right we're not allowed to say no to these kids 
And guess who these kids are now? They're the ones that are in college right now. (laughs) They're the ones that don't, you know, you can't tell them no. They're going to, you know, throw a fit or go picket somewhere or, you know, go put up a stink somewhere. You can't tell them no. And I'm telling you right now, I saw this a hundred miles away. Like, I was like, this is not going to be good. Like, I was literally in school and this is what they were teaching the teachers. Well, you You saw it. You cannot say no. You cannot say that is a negative term. You cannot say no to the... I'm like, first off, okay, I'm going to do that at the daycares, but with my kid, she's going to know no. Well, you you <laughs> got to see yeah. what one of the kids that you watched turned into. Mm-hmm. Which one? Well, wait, don't say which one. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. You got to see how she turned out. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Not you good. Got to see, yeah. But not only that, most of them, all of them, you know, I'm not saying that they're not good people. You know, I mean, Carissa was part of this. I'm telling right. this is when I was in school for this and in the middle of all of what they were teaching teachers, you know, what they can and can't right. do with the kids that they're helping raise but it's that it it was you know and the big a lot of it is that the big thing was you cannot say no to them that is negative you cannot say no to them yeah you can't be negative you gotta live in a unicorn you couldn't just say no you don't throw that ball at little johnny's face here take a timeout timeouts weren't allowed you you had to bring them to the quiet area and you had to walk up to them, you had to get down to their level, and you had to say, you know, that is not okay. Here is what you can throw, and this is the area where you can throw balls. You may not throw balls over here. Here, let's go find a book and have quiet time. And the kid learns nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Guess what, they're back doing it again five minutes later. It's like, oh, I can still do this. I'm not even getting in trouble. I just get brought over here. You know, so it's like, it was almost like the downfall of, like, I always teaching. tell people. Like, uh, I'm like, I can't believe that this is what they're teaching. Yeah. I always tell people, I was like, if you ever want to know about daycares, don't talk to my wife because she no. is anti-daycare. And they're like, why? And I'm like, well, mm. let me tell you. Why don't you ask her? I'll tell you right quick. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's it's just crazy how you observe um, parents and uh, how they are with their kids, and um, you, you're just shaking your head. Not that we are the perfect parents, whatsoever. But here is the thing: parents, but our kids don't run amok. You need to parent your kids. Enough is enough. Yeah, They're not. Like, they should not be running you. Once the child is running you, you are in trouble. Like you, big time. Right, Picture like, that three-year-old that is telling you what to do, and that three-year-old is calling the shots on your day-to-day. Picture that three-year-old, a sixteen-year-old. Right, because uh, yeah, exactly. You're in trouble. I'll... Yeah. <laughs> Change things now. You need to flip things around. Like yeah. that is, uh-uh. You are the authority. They should look up to you for guidance, and you know for their boundaries, kids. Oh my God, kids yearn 
for boundaries. Right. They have to have them. Yeah. You know? They always push the limits because they want to see how far they can go. Oh, God, yeah. Yep. They want to see how far. And then the next time they're going to push a little bit further. Right. <laughs> so good luck with that with the 16-year-old. We've yeah, already been there, done that, and about to do it again. It's like, I remember somebody asked me, they're like, you know, you're so strict with your kid. And, We're not even and strict. Like, We're just parents. And like, Be a parent. They're like, I don't know why you're so strict with your kid. And then I go, well, at least my, at least my kid isn't a prick. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. Because their kid was a prick. Yeah. It's like... <sighs> <laughs> I mean, you're you're telling me I'm too strict. Look yeah. at your kid. Look at my kid. My kid's just straight up. My kid says please and thank you. Your kid's like me, me now, now. Want a cookie? I want to stay up. I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 mine. Now, now, now. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's time just, to take back. And, oh, it's, it's like you never judge the you never just I never just judge the parent by the way the kid act. I judge the parent by the way the the parent reacts from yeah. their kids. Yeah, like actions. you can't have like that like out of control kid, kid and be like, oh, that's right. the parent's if fault. There, You're not a fly a, on the wall. Yeah, if we were at a park and this kid was acting out of control, and the parent handled it right there, yeah, 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 was yeah. like, listen, stop, or just took the kid away. Right. This is what's going to happen if you like, don't stop. I'll, I'll yeah. I'll be slow clapping. Yeah. I'll be slow clapping. <laughs> slow ca- clapping at the park. Yeah. Good job. Good for you. But if but if their kid is roaming amok and the parents like. Ignoring like, ah, it. Look at I him. see so much ignoring. They I, just ignore. Or, and yeah, everything's or ignore. funny. It's like, and everything's it's, cute. Your kid just hit my kid. Yeah. Not funny. Like, yeah. No, not funny. Mother just sitting there. Ha ha. Isn't he cute? No, you know, it's cute. The two-year-old Japanese kid in a suit eating with sticks. Kid throwing sand at everybody. There's nothing more frustrating than having your kid have an altercation with another kid. And here you are like, oh, we don't do, you know, parenting. Yeah. And the other parent doesn't step in and do their parenting part with the other child that was part of the problem, too. Yeah. And you want to sit there and be like, Take a walk! Are you kidding me? Are yeah. you going to do something about this? <laughs> you just want to go and punch the parent like in the this. face. Yeah. <laughs> so frustrating. This is half the reason. Well, this is the complete reason why I do not go to that little play area at the mall anymore. First off, nobody's watching their kids. I've legit watched a mom on her phone and her child left. I'm good. Goodbye. Her child walked out of the play area and was walking down the mall. Here's my chance. I was like, okay, do I say something? I'm going to give her 30 seconds. Like I was like, I'm watching my kid. I'm here to watch my kid. I shouldn't have to watch your kid too. Yeah. I couldn't take it anymore. And then like, There'd be kids that were way too old playing on this little toddler stuff. Like they're like 13 years old and there's like a a 15 month old and and a three year old. They're all climbing on. If the kid was a a teenager, I'd say something. Oh, there was plenty of times that I said stuff. There was plenty of times, you know, like you need to stop running. Like the parents aren't saying anything, so. I'm I mean, kid, you're 13. Get out of here. You're about to hurt my kid, you know, who's a toddler. 
I stopped going because it, man, I couldn't believe how stressful it was for me. And not even because of my kid. It's not even because of my, how my kid was behaving. It was because I was having to watch everybody else's kid. Right. So my kid wouldn't get trampled. Right. I know. <laughs> like, okay, no more. <laughs> no, I, I, no more. No, I hear you. Uh, so, um, uh, we'll talk about a couple of things before we we end this episode. Um, <laughs> hashtag so, bash parents episode. Yeah, <laughs> hashtag living it, the bashing parent episode. <laughs> um, we're not perfect. You know, we're parents, we so we're okay with bashing parents. You, you all are thinking it too. Maybe you're thinking it about us. Right. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God, imagine that. Imagine if people were like, God. They're like the worst pa- They're the worst parents. Oh my god! If somebody said that to me, I'd be like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> like you're joking, right? Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You're joking. Get I think you're face. delusional. Get out of my face. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, so I do got a couple of shows on deck, and, and it's funny because see, just here's did the a thing. Silent clap. No, here's the thing, right? <laughs> uh I got these shows by doing open mics. Mm-hmm. It's just by my having goal, connections. My goal was to go out there, do open mics, uh, get better with my craft, get to know other people. And now I'm getting these shows. And it's funny because I, as most of the listeners know, I'm a Christian where we believe in Jesus, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, my music is centered around my faith of Jesus and it's also uh, a lot of my music is uh, about uh, my struggles, what I go through and how I'm just trying to make it in life and, and pursue my dreams. Um, so but here I am performing in clubs and I'm getting more love than I have performing in churches. In churches. That, that is, and being around other Christian that rappers. That is so backwards to me. That just says that there's a lack of support within like but i don't it could that could be it but um it's just um i don't know maybe it's because i'm getting more love because i'm different than what they're mm -hmm, listening mm -hmm. well they also respect what you're talking about because they gotta know it's not easy for you to go into these environments and your your music is based around what it's based around yeah so um everybody else probably up there swearing and but i'm meeting some great people um you know um some really cool people and um you know we're you know we're gonna we're trying to build something big in worcester and if i'm gonna be the small light inside Mm -hmm. this um then let it be it you know and um but here's the thing like i gotta i gotta like really step up my game because not only am um you know i'm a rapper who's christian and my rap is based around that like i gotta like i'm different Mm -hmm. so you probably uh, could have be an all-around different you know, sound. It could be different negatively yeah. or positively. Well, different uh, for so, everyone. But I got to step up my game. I got to like be... So here's the thing. Like a lot... I So I was I was looking at the lineup, um, some of the people, and I just... Uh, on one of their pages, watched some videos of them performing just to see how they perform and things like that. It's kind of like a player watching a game tape, you know? But not that I'm saying I'm competing, you no. know, but you just got to just want to get the vibe. I just want to get the vibe of what, how the other artists are. Um, but I, but basically like I want the show to end and I want to be remembered. Yeah. I want, 
I want the people to leave that show and be like, yo, mm-hmm. that Good Friday, yo, that was fire. Yeah. And um, everybody's worried about um, how much time they got or uh, what time slot. For their set, you mean. For the, You're yeah, like, how, how much, much time they got? Like, time? what do you mean in life? No, how much time? <laughs> How much time I got in life? How much more time do I have? Uh, do I have time for one more performance? So they're all worried about like how how long their set is or what it time what time their petty. slot is. And I'm just worried about my set being like standing out. Memorable. Not only just the music, mm-hmm. but the way I perform it. Cause you you can have like a really dope, dope song. But if you don't perform you it don't well, move. Oh yeah, those rappers, there, the rappers out there that they don't move, they just stand on. Come on, come you're on, guys, you're on stage. Your you're not in your bedroom. Just by moving around, you're gonna up your game. So move yeah, it's around. like you know, and work um, the stage, right, hon? Right. <laughs> so I haven't checked all of them. I checked like a couple so far. Um, so I'm not saying like the things I'm saying how people perform not saying it's the people i saw so far but um it's just general what i've seen in the past um just in case one of them is listening because <laughs> <laughs> uh, i did promote the podcast that I did pro- we're all in a group chat and i promoted my cop podcast with with them so much um, love much love yeah much love to all <laughs> of them. we're gonna so it's the okay so this one so the, one of the shows is gonna be uh june um i'm sorry july 11th um, in um, Starlight in Southbridge on this July 11th. That's going to be a Thursday. So I'm going to be there with a bunch of rappers and just perform. It's going to be a great show, great DJ. It's a great spot. It's like a nice little quaint spot, but it's nice. Nice stage, nice equipment. And um, Tan Man is going to be hosting that one. Tan Man is, uh, um, he hosts um, a radio show in Worcester out of the Worcester State College. He's a student there. So, uh, and I, I met him at the podcast. I mean. Mm, nope. Nobody else is here I with us, I met him hun. at the open mic. You meet me at the podcast yeah. every week, hon. So I met just him at me. The, I met him at the open mic. And uh, and then we just, he loved my performance and we got to know each other. We went to another open mic and then like, we just followed each other on Facebook. And then um, he, um he hit me up and was like, hey, would you like to come and do a radio, you know, interview a radio show? And I said, yeah, cool. So that was pretty cool. And um, then now he's doing this show and he hit me up. He's like, hey, I would love for you to be part of this show. I said, great. So um, then uh, this other dude is um, we found each other on Facebook because we know we both know Tan Man and, you know, talked about me and stuff like that. And then like. He's doing a show, and I was like, I'm going to be doing a show. And I said, yeah, I'm down. So the cool thing about this one, this one is uh, it was going to be June 29th, Saturday, June 29th. Uh, he found out today that it got double booked. So we're, our show has to get bumped. So it got bumped to August 9th. Whoa. Yeah. Got bumped like a whole month. Yeah. So, uh, but this show, it's called the Independent Label Mixer. So a bunch of independent artists. And the cool thing about this is the first hour of the show is comedians. Mm-hmm. A bunch of local comedians going to open up the show. Uh, so that's going to, that's, I never 
never been to an event like this. Mm-hmm. So I think that's interesting. A sh- uh, hip-hop show opened up by comedians. So it's going to be a lineup of, lineup of comedians. You know, open up the show, and then it's gonna be the artist. I think I'm, I think I'm like the fourth or fifth one that goes on, but there's about like ten of us, so I'm like halfway through, mm-hmm. and then we got the headliner right at the end. Um, but we're all gonna, we're all, we all decided that we're all the artists and the comedians are gonna stay throughout the whole show mm-hmm. till the end, just to show each other support. support. Yeah. Instead of like, you know, showing up when you're set, start and leaving. Yeah, Cause there are artists that do that. Yeah. It stinks. Um, so, um, it's going to be in a, uh, August 9th. It's a Friday night. So that's going to be hard because I'm working the next day. Oh, good God. So, um, but I'm gonna do it. So, um, so yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's really cool. Um, have it. I met, I think I met one of them in person when I did a show about a month and a half ago she was there didn't meet her personally but i saw her perform and uh so she's like the only real one that i she's the only one that like i really seen in person. oh actually one comedian i saw him at an open mic uh he was there so that's gonna be really cool so that's the independent label mixer that's gonna be uh august 9th um and i was like man my first show at age 38 (laughs) six days after my birthday so um, that's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, I got two shows on deck and uh, it just goes to show, man, when you go out there and you just put yourself out there, you meet people and op- uh, opportunities open up. Mm-hmm. And um, this is something that I thought I would have to go to open mics for like a year until I even get asked to be on a show. But here I am. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they're going to they're. And the independent label mixer is like something that they're starting to grow. They want something this to grow and like get out of Worcester and do like other areas too. So mm-hmm. if I can be part of this in the beginning mm-hmm. and grow with it, mm-hmm. um, that's going to be great. And I've been dropping some knowledge with them. A lot of them don't know about social media marketing, mm-hmm. how to market their music. It's crazy how bad people are like so far behind. They're right. like not rolling right. with the times. Well, I'm one a of the, stay-at-home mom. One of the things I feel like well, I'm one, up with it. Yeah, one of them was saying like he's gonna like he was printing out flyers and go around the city and post flyers. That's so old school. It is, but it's like you know he can still do that. But it's like he was posting on businesses and stuff like that. It's like all right, you can do that. But I was like, have you thought of just making an event you could, on Facebook yeah. and then share it with? everybody mm-hmm. or what you do Invite is you make everybody a group. you know yeah you make a group and you you uh create an event but you don't post anything in the event the event is because everybody who ends up being a part of the group will get notified when the event is coming up right so you don't even necessarily post in the event you just create a group and you post in the group right and it keeps everybody up to speed and then everybody who's added into the group and accepts the invite into the group is going to get notified when that event is coming up. Right. So, so. yeah, which is a good idea because if he's going to be doing more shows called mm-hmm. Independent Label Mixer, he should start this group. And then um, and then every time he does an event, just mm-hmm. post it in the group. Talk about it. Maybe share stuff Create about share, share stuff about the artists. 
Yeah, you create the event and then you just do posts up until the event. Right. That kind of like. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to hit him up, maybe talk with him about it and uh, try to get that going. Um, Drop some knowledge on it, on him and stuff like that. So um, and everything that I've shared with him, he's been very appreciative with. Mm -hmm. So um, people aren't. I mean, you've been on social media for a long time and you've been educating yourself about social media for a long time to the point where when I started my business, which was social media based yeah. and I kind of had no clue, like I was just that mom that used Facebook to, you know, post pictures about my kids. So, you know, aunties right. and uncles and everybody would know yeah. all the stuff. But yeah, I feel like I was ahead of the game because you had already done all your research. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm still learning a lot. There's still mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. Like, well, there's always stuff changing, you know? too. Look at what Facebook just did with groups. Yeah. You know, like that wiped out like half of my members off yeah, of so, my group. Yeah, social media is always changing. It's always too. changing. Uh, I mean, but there's been talk that like social media is at its prime. And the next thing that's coming up is VR and, and voice. That's going to be the next big thing. So we're kind of ahead of the game right now doing mm-hmm. podcasts, even though mm-hmm. podcast, a lot of podcasts are huge. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still a lot of people that don't listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. So we're still in the beginnings. I mean, there'll be people that have been doing podcasts for 10 years, but it's not big mm-hmm. like social media is. So um, uh, I'm really happy where we are now and um, that when it booms, like we, you know, we're, we're we've been in it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it seems to st- start to right. be, like everybody has their podcast right. you know even like radio stations right like they have yeah. the radio station and but then, then they have a podcast yeah. you know comedians and performers yeah, and a lot of people are famous people and yeah they have like this podcast on the side you right. know a lot of people mm-hmm. are doing it because mm-hmm. it's free it's it's free to do and uh but yeah and, uh, and it can be another source of income there are people that 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 the podcast is their income mm-hmm. you know um, praying that one day it'll be a <laughs> source of income for us. Sponsors, people, sponsors. You know, we love doing this, and because of because we love doing this, we're not worrying about the money. Oh, I don't and even care. We literally found the secret for getting in a conversation yes. when you have three kids. Right. So <laughs> you bring out all of the equipment, and the kids know go away. Right. <laughs> And because we're not worried about the income, we'll, we'll, we'll do well in this because we, we won't let the income, the money uh, stress us out. We're still going to be able to bring some good content. We're still going to be able to invest this, invest in this and have fun and have a, a great amount of time. When you take money out of the equation, it changes things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It changes things like mm-hmm. a lot. So it, it, it's just so funny how, how things like that are. I know if they took money out of what I'm doing full time, I wouldn't do it. What? Electrician? Which, right. Which means like, I don't love it, <laughs> you know, but like, look at well, all these I things. I mean, it's the means of our Yeah, it's our means of our lifestyle income. It's our means our of income. our income. And I'm glad like it's not to me, it's not a crappy job. So I'm glad I'm not in a crappy job that I'm miserable at, but I, I don't have passion for it. Like I do with podcasting, writing and and uh, video vlogging and writing, so and those are all the things that I'm doing. I'm making making nothing, 
I'm making nothing, <laughs> and I put so much into it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I know will make me you successful. You know what they so say, they, don't yeah, marry ask, the outcome. Exactly. I'll what always, you do now could, you know, benefit so, you months yeah, from now. Exactly. So I just, just so I'll, I'll leave with you, leave all you with. If there is something that you want to do, that you could do, that you could do every day, and love doing it, and it doesn't matter that if you make money on it or not, do it. Because one day, one day, it will the it, money will come, yeah, and you will be able to get out of that job that you don't love or possibly hate and make money doing what you love. Mm-hmm. So that's, never been a better time to actually be doing, you know, your dream, but yeah. also be able to get paid for it. Yeah, you know, like literally, like with social media, right, and just how just how society is, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm 38. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm gonna be 38. I was listening Ugh, to I was listening I to a radio know. show, and they just interviewed this guy who's part of Kingdom Music. He just signed a big, huge distribution deal, and he's been grinding for years. Mm-hmm. I know it's years. like when you pop he's up, people think like they don't realize that you've been doing this yeah. for 15 years. Yeah, and he's you know, thir- like he's 39. He's 39. Finally, mm-hmm. get in there. You get know what in I mean? somewhere. Yeah. So from you know, hey. it's crazy. Even with social media, and so many people can see something the second you yeah. put it out. It still takes that long to actually get noticed. Right. It still takes 10, 15 years. It, right. For something a, to actually happen. Yeah. So you, you just never it's know. Crazy. Like we we could we will do these start podcasts. now, people. We will do these podcasts week after week after week and. You never know. This podcast could be the one that blows up, uh, or the next one. Uh, I could do these video share vlogs. people. Yeah, share. I could do these video <laughs> vlogs, and you know, I did one about um, I did one about um, stay at home moms. It's almost has a thousand views. I did one uh, last summer about um, when I got evicted. That one's like over two thousand views. Mm. So it could you, you never know. My next video could be the one that that gets shared and gets a million. You just never know. Um, that's why you just gotta keep doing this and doing this and doing it and doing it and doing it because you love it. And mm-hmm. one day it'll break, and then all of a sudden you'll be like, "Whoa, what mm-hmm. happened?" Whoa. So, um, but yeah, just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So yeah. So uh, hit me up on Facebook and Instagram at Good Friday Hip Hop. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at G Friday Hip Hop, and uh, look for me at hashtag Living It on YouTube, and um, and yeah. <laughs> what about you? What about me? Yeah. So, if you are looking for a side hustle or for some extra money that could turn into uh, full time income, honestly, like what you put into what I, what I do my monate business what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it um so but the thing is right now the sooner you jump in and just grab this as a business the better because they have just released um uh founder shares you can become uh like a founder of the company and you can earn shares And what that means is you're going to get a quarterly payout. So every three months, you're going to get a big check, yeah, a big fat check. (laughs) Like I'm talking about, I would love a big fat check too. Um, the someone, um, 
let all of us know how much her last quarterly payout was and it was like twenty three thousand dollars yeah i need that so we could totally use that and listen that is only the quarterly payout that doesn't even count your residual income or any bonuses free trips or if you've earned your cadillac <laughs> like it doesn't even count any of that is it a cadillac so if it's a cadillac cts then yes i'll take anything um so that's the thing um you can either earn one two or three shares um and that is based on when you jump in and start your business right you know like if you wait months from now then you're only going to be able to earn two shares if you wait even longer you're only in the running to possibly earn one share which you know fabulous any extra money is good money right so but that's what's going so on in way, my company but right either now way, you're making money right that's what's going on right now it's a huge opportunity a lot of people are jumping in on it i mean why not right you're why literally not? gonna have shares in a company that's about to be a billion dollar company and we've only been a company for four years yes. so there's only going up you know it's an easy way to make money just by switching to um a really good shampoo product and just i know talking about it, it on social media yeah and besides the fact that the the products are incredible yeah you're literally going to save your hair while earning more money right it's, i mean it's a win-win literally yeah it definitely is so <laughs> jump in on it with me people find me on um, healthy hair experience request to be a member in my group a healthy hair experience on Facebook I'm also on uh, Instagram healthy hair solutions um, I am on there I'm definitely on Facebook more I mean I'm I'm on both of them daily I don't think I've missed a day on either one of them <laughs> um, but definitely uh, request to you know follow me and then request to be a member of my group and uh, you can let me know on Messenger that you heard the podcast and that you're interested and we could chat. Yeah, definitely. That's that. Thank you, guys. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, we'll check you uh, next week. <laughs> I know, uh, right? One, <laughs> Maybe. Two, three. Peace. Peace. Hashtag living it with Tina and Anderson. This podcast has been brought to you by, oh man, every week I say this, we got no sponsors. Come on, Nike.